not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. You're going to want to check out uh, our, our interview on the EpiPen controversy, I teased it a little bit earlier. Some news came out this week in that the, that company that um, created that drug, Mylan, they settled with um, the Department of Health and Human Services for uh, a big amount of money, over $200 million, essentially, in fines for the charges on Medicaid patients and, in particular, Medicare patients. This affects us both ways, whether we're a, a consumer with private insurance, with drugs, that those costs going up. But then also, as Medicare is the largest uh, purchaser of healthcare services in the country, uh, and in particular has a whole program called the Medicare Part D uh, plan uh, where you can buy drugs. So the Medicare uh, pays an awful lot of money in drugs. And if we don't get those things under control, it's going to hit us in a double whammy and that we're paying taxes to cover the Medicare program, and in particular, younger people uh, are going to be entering the workforce at an even higher rate. I heard a statistic this week, by the year 2020, 40% of of workers in America will be millennials, and lots of um, difficult decisions that millennials have to go through, and I wanted to take a a minute to to talk about some of those things, and Matt, you um, asked me a terrific question here earlier. Uh, while while we were uh, getting ready for the show, and uh, I thought we should talk talk a little bit about it because I think uh, the answer is really beneficial to the listeners. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was just because I was just I was just asking, I was just randomly, honestly yeah. just randomly asking you because I didn't, you know, this, this is something that I faced this week, and I've been really honest with people, uh, you know, over the airwaves here on the show in the past, and that is, uh, I moved to Omaha in 2010 because mm-hmm. I I was diagnosed with cancer and I wanted to get some really good. Uh, treatment. So I moved to Omaha so that I could be a part of the great medical system that we have in this in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know bar none. It's best in the world. I I personally think going through it. Um, but anyway, uh, so long story short, I've only seen my cancer doctor since I've been here. I've you know because you know, he can do anything that a regular doctor can do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he knows my medical condition better than a regular physician sure, would. But anyway, sure. I've got I've got some you know I just I wanted to get a physician. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just for physicals and checkups and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, because I'm cancer free for like seven years now. So praise Jesus. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I went on. Uh, I have Blue Cross Blue Shield, and I went on the website this week, and I I started. Uh, I, I looked up that find the doctor thing. Sure. And I started scrolling through there. I swear to you, Sean, like like fifteen hundred doctors were there was like a list as yeah. I was as I was looking for a doctor within my within my plan. And I just thought, how the heck do I pick? And so when I whenever I buy something or purchase something, I always, you know, I always study it and find mm-hmm. out, do some research. Well, here it's like I'm basing it on gender. 
and I'm basing it on names. I mean, right. could that be more of a superfluous, like, stupid reason to pick a doctor? I mean, this is somebody, I mean, this is an intimate relationship, sure. you know, that people have with their doctor, right? Mm -hmm. So how do I just pick it off of, uh, you know, if they're a man or a woman or if their last name's Smith or some last name that I can't yeah. pronounce? I mean, and there's no ratings or anything. There's no, yeah. How the heck do you fish through 1500 to 2000 names i mean and they're just names yeah well i'll tell you what i did because i this is smart for you to do that because i actually did that um here a couple of years ago i i see a specialist too for for my condition that was my only doctor but i asked her a couple times ago and she actually suggested she said sean you should get a good primary care doctor and so i said and and that's how i got mine by just asking her and she she recommended two different names and um, the first one was was great. Unfortunately, uh, she was actually leaving about six months later. So then I got got a different one. But asking around is probably the best way. But I wanted to run through this list that I found on Consumer Reports, Matt. That um, I think is helpful. You did the first step, which is check your insurance. That, that that's the the first thing, especially given that we've got the narrowing of networks and and things like that. Another thing to consider is hospital affiliation. To what hospital are these these uh, physicians affiliated with? You're in Bellevue, right? So uh, you'd probably want somebody affiliated with the Bellevue Medical Center. Board certification, um, making making sure that they've passed their their board certifications. Next one up says, watching out for red flags, um, any disciplinary actions, um, any uh, lawsuits that they might have had. Um, they have a state by state list that you you can find that. Um, another one is. Um, Asking uh, about drug reps, a lot of times uh, drug reps get in and so they have those relationships with people. Um, finding out, uh, by the way, is your physician right now that you you see your specialist, are they within one of the groups? Are they like UNMC physicians or do you know what they're with? The one the one that I have works out of uh, Bergen Mercy Clinic and then works out of the Methodist Hospital. Okay. So that's where that's where my guy, but like I said, I haven't chosen a physician. That's my... Sure. That's my cancer doctor. So, right, yeah. but I, I would sure I'm sure they they're part of a, a, a physician group right. that might be include other other people. So, you might want to work with uh, their physician group if you're. How do you and how would I look into that? Like, would I just call their office and just ask? Yeah, would I that think be that, would, that might be it? the best way to do yeah. it is just call them and, and say I'm a patient of this doctor for X amount of years. I'm looking to um get a primary care physician. Do you have anybody that you suggest? Yeah, uh, working with because they might have gone to medical school with somebody that they know and, right. and like and so it's weird being a millennial how foreign it is just to pick up a phone yeah and call somebody and I ask I mean, don't you, you want to text them you immediately go straight to google or go to you know go yeah. to websites but it you know the old-fashioned way of just picking up a telephone is probably just the easiest way to do it yeah i mean that that is that is one of the the good ways but um i think it's also important matt to uh, consider somebody our age because you want to if, you, if you're going to especially if you're going to put in roots somewhere you want somebody that'll age with you um i think that's important too that's a that's a really and how i mean i don't think that information was on there i'll have to double check but i'm not sure if like their age was on there i just yeah. all i saw was name and yeah. and gender or whatever mm -hmm. yeah i mean while while obviously experience is really important but uh i guess my my point is if you get somebody that and you're a younger person that's about to retire in a couple of years why why would you want to go through it and it can be kind of a pain to to switch everything and and I think um, those are the, the things. And then finally, um, staff is is incredibly important too. You almost interact with the staff more 
then you interact with them. Um, if you've got a question over anything, really, that's the, f- the first person. So I would factor in that. And then finally on the list is uh, factoring in technology. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm still kind of uh, n- not quite a hundred percent believer that these um, electronic medical records are are all that because I think they've created a lot of inefficiencies in the system. But you're going to want somebody that does have the right technology uh, because that is the law, I guess, for them. So, great question. Any other thoughts or questions on on that, Matt? No, other than uh, other than I agree with you on the electronic medical records. If uh, if anonymous can hack into, True. <laughs> into the FBI or whatever. Uh, it sure wouldn't be hard for some, you know, amateur uh, to hack into and find your medical records. So I'm with you on that, man. I I know it's old fashioned. I know it's the way of the past, but it's all I don't know. It just seems a lot harder to break in and steal uh, 500,000 people's medical records if they're all on paper instead of uh, one digital file. You know. Right. Exactly. And many people may not be aware of the fact that uh, medical records can be incredibly valuable to bad guys. Uh, they're worth a lot more than, for example, a credit card record. Um, and um, I guess for probably quite more malicious reasons than that you could be blackmailed for, for some of this stuff, which is really scary to think about. And it's also scary uh, considering the fact that I believe one of the insurance company's CEOs, they got hacked a few, like six months ago, and their CEO's medical record even got got hacked. And this was from foreign enemies. Man, I tell you what, uh, we we just need to create a, a, a army of uh, computer people, don't you think? There needs to just uh, maybe they are somewhere, Matt, in uh, underground somewhere. There's <laughs> there's a secret um, army of like super smart people that were picked up when they were like six years old. You know what uh, I mean? Like the Matrix type. <laughs> of th- I wouldn't doubt it. I think you need to have yeah. that to be able to. I mean, the wars are going to be fought yeah. over computers. I think. Yeah. Rumor has it it's uh, underground over at Offutt Air Force Base. That's oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, just down the road. All right, we're going to take a timeout. Then when we come back. I've got a couple more stories I want to share with you, and um, happy to take your your calls and thoughts at any point. Four zero two three four two twelve ninety is the number. Four zero two three four two twelve ninety, and uh, we will be back after this. <laughs> 